Hallelujah. <laughs> it's a blessing to be here tonight. I believe that tonight is a nice evening. We'll leave here happier than we came in. We'll leave here stronger, stronger than we came in. Hallelujah. Your trouble that you came in tonight would be gone by the end of the service. Hallelujah. It's testimony time. Hallelujah. You know, and every, every time I introduce this segment, I say that the way you associate to somebody's testimony is a sign of yours that is just about to happen. Why don't you put your hands together? Let's welcome Reverend William to lead us in this time. Somebody can clap and appreciate him. Amen. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. I believe the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I believe as we hear these testimonies, our own faith will rise and we shall receive our own testimonies. If you believe that, say an amen. amen. Why don't you welcome our dear sister Olivia? Join me to welcome Olivia to bless us with a testimony. Put your hands together and encourage her as she comes. Amen. Wow. Oh, you can encourage her still. Amen. Evening, everybody. My name is Olivia Boachi, and I'm from the Batsy branch. I'm also part of the Doctor Chapel, and I'm a member of the worship team. Um, my testimony is about how God has favored me at work with a position that I don't qualify to have. Um, it starts from when I attended the first Name It, Claim It, Take It service, and the prayer topic was pray for favor. And Reverend William said to the congregation, may you be liked, may you be favored. And I held on to, may you be liked. So two weeks after that, I applied for a role at work. And after, yeah, two weeks, of, yeah, a role at work. And then I had a meeting with the vice president and he said that, do you know that the role was no longer available on that team? And I said, I'm aware, um, but I'd rather stay in the team that I'm in now. And he said that the role has been moved to a different team. You should apply for the role on a different team. I said, okay, I don't really want that position, but if you think I'm capable of doing that job, I'll apply for it. And I had a meeting with the manager of the new team, and we had a quick meeting about the role, background information, and what the job entails. And a week after that, the vice president of my current team said, okay, I've seen that you've applied for the role in our team. You know that's no longer available. But I've spoken to all your colleagues, and they like you. You are liked. You're a great asset to the team. We want you to stay in our current team. At this point, I was smiling, so yeah, now you're saying something correct. I mean, I'm happy. <laughs> he also mentioned that no need for an interview. I mean, and this is a job that I don't qualify for. I've been in the role for nine months. People have been in the job two years or more. Nine months, and I'm getting a role that's higher pay. I mean, I definitely give God all the glory. But I just want to um, say that a comment like, may you be like a statement like may you be liked we shouldn't trivialize that i mean you think okay receive a house is powerful receive a car is powerful may you be liked it will help you go a long way even during work my colleagues when, when we go to lunch my colleagues have said choose what you want to eat may you i'll pay liked. for it and, and i'm thinking <laughs> and, and during 
during this time, I mean, as for choosing, I chose. I, I really, you know. <laughs> because that, that statement, choose what you want to eat, you don't hear that all the time. It's rare. <laughs> it's something that you don't hear. So I just want to encourage us to also be around for the name it, claim it, take it, prayer services. And I also want to thank Bishop Richard as well for allowing us to come and pray every Saturday. And I also want to give the glory to God as well. So I just want to encourage you guys, be around. It's from 8 to 10. Be there. You'll be blessed. And you'll be standing here where I am standing today. Wow. You are blessed. God bless you. Oh, may you be like. I said, may you also be like. Yeah. Do you want more testimonies? Why don't you put your hands together and welcome our sister Patricia to bring us a testimony. Wow. You can do better. You can do better. Wow. Hello, everyone. Good evening. My name is Patricia from Apache Branch, a safe chair teacher. <laughs> my testimony is about how God um, answered my prayer and healed me from abnormalities that could have left to cervical cancer. Few weeks back, I underwent a smear test, and when the result came, they had found out a slight abnormalities that needs to be followed by um, a colposcopy procedure. So on Saturday, the 1st of July, at Name it, take, uh, Claim It, Take It service, Reverend William asked us to pray for one thing that we need a testimony for. So I prayed to God and asked God that when I go back, I need a negative result. So on the Monday, I went back to the hospital for the procedure, a procedure which they wrote in the letter that that could take about two hours and everything. So when I got in, within 10 minutes or less, the specialist said she could no more find these um, abnormalities. And that... And that, um, and that she has discharged me, so I need to go home. So I just want to thank God for this amazing healing and also thank Bishop Richard for giving us the opportunity to be part of this supernatural um, service. And also encourage everyone to be part of this service, that this service is far from ordinary. A lot of things are happening, so just encourage and invite friends and family to be part of it. Thank you. Wow. Isn't it amazing? Oh. I said, isn't it wonderful? I, be, I believe that this um, name it, claim it service is indeed a blessing to all of us. I just want to read another testimony. The person is not here at the moment, but I'll read it. I have an amazing testimony to share with you. My testimony is about how God reversed the diagnosis of the doctors through the prayers and words spoken at the name it, claim it, and take it service I attended on Saturday morning. My husband and I are both sickle cell carriers, and the doctors had confirmed that our unborn baby will be sickle cell. I attended a name it, claim it, take it service, and during the prayer time, Reverend William walked towards me and said, God will be gracious to you, and you will have no need to go in and out of the hospital. I received it, and in the middle of his closing prayer, Reverend William began to use Bishop's prayers and said, may your life now from today move in a positive direction, and none here shall cast their young. I requested for another diagnostic test. 
This test carries a risk of miscarriage, but I went for it just holding on to the prayers and declarations made at the service. To the glory of God, I received a call today from the sickle cell and thalassemia clinic saying, it's a word, it's a word, yeah, saying that the test result shows that the baby is normal and healthy and is completely unaffected. I want to thank God for what he has done for me and my family. I believe that God is doing some wonderful miracles here. And you better be part of what God is doing on Saturday morning. Be here and be blessed. As we hear these testimonies, our lives are going to get better. Because as we receive it, it will encourage us to receive our own blessing. God bless you. God bless you today. Hallelujah. Oh, I appreciate this moment. Hallelujah. I said the way you associate to somebody's testimony is a sign of your soon to come. Why don't you clap? Put your hands together. Let's welcome Marcella. At the back. Hallelujah.
another's soul I know that I have not seen and ear hasn't heard the things that God has prepared for those who love Him. That is why I want to love you more. So take my life. Consecrated Lord to thee, all my days I give to thee to love. I think it can even be stronger. Amen. Hallelujah. May your life be blessed. Amen. 
Take your seats. First Corinthians chapter 2. And let's continue our discussions and teachings on supernatural things. Are you enjoying supernatural things? Okay. So, we start. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with the excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. Expect God to do great things in your life. Expect God to give you testimonies. Expect God to answer your prayer. Expect God to give you exactly what you have desired for. May God add to the testimonies of your life. Hallelujah. So, he's saying that when he came, he didn't come with the excellency of speech or the excellency of wisdom, but rather he came declaring the testimony of God. That is what God can do and what God is capable of doing and what God will do and what God is going to do. Hallelujah. And what God has been doing. I can imagine, I can imagine they started preaching, uh, for today we start preaching from Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 1. What does it say? Faith? No, no, no. This is not the verse I'm looking for. Um, Jesus the same yesterday. 13 what? 8. 13, 8, Yes. He will say, Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's the testimony of God. He's the same. So when, if he's the same yesterday, the things he's done yesterday, he will do it today. And he will continue doing it. Every good thing you have heard about somebody's life, you have read in the scriptures, it can happen in your life. And it shall happen in your life. That's the testimony of God. That's the testimony of God. It's so easy to preach from Hebrews 13, 8. Instead of preaching from the, <laughs> the excellency of wisdom and giving speeches. Giving speeches. I thought you how they clap when they are giving speeches, isn't it? Yes. Yes. That means that somebody is speaking well. Because it's really, really, really speaking well. No. And then a sip of water. And then he said, thank you. Thank you. No. That's not what he came to do. He came with Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ, the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. They begin to recount the things that Jesus can do. And the things that Jesus has done. It's, it's just fantastic. So, we have, we, have, we have sometimes boxed away the power of God. That's a hissing sound here. We've boxed away the power of God and we are leaning on things that, things that have no power. That's what I mean. It has no power. 
the things that sometimes are talked about have no power. It doesn't change anybody. It hasn't changed anybody. You know, um, the testimony of God is the gospel, the good news, forgiveness of sins, salvation. That's why Paul and Co. Romans 1.16, he said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I am not ashamed. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And he says, because, because it is the power of God. 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 So he said, I am not ashamed. Sometimes we are ashamed. We are not even aware that we are ashamed. We are ashamed of the gospel. Ashamed of the gospel that Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever. We are ashamed of John three sixteen. We are ashamed of John one twelve. I mean, it's like we are ashamed of uh, um, Romans ten nine and ten. I mean, this is the gospel. This is the gospel that your sins are your sins are forgiven. It is the power of God. There is power. There is power in that testimony. That testimony of God. That test that is what the things that God has been able to do, and the things that He will do, and the things that He will continue doing. Jesus, the same yesterday, yesterday, He's the same today, He's the same in your life now. The things you read about Jesus, the things He did, the healings, the miracles. The teachings, the blessings that Jesus, he's the same. He's doing the same things. He's doing the same things. So Paul, he's saying that he's not, he's not ashamed. He doesn't, he doesn't think that it's below him. He doesn't think the gospel is below him. So people think the gospel is below them. It's like they, they've advanced. It's like we are some advanced Christians and advanced. Rather, you've gone lower. You've gone lower. I think it's like now, you know, we are not into what we say. Well, it's when we talk about witnessing, month of evangelism. We are going on evangelism. It's like, there's some, and it's, it's a very loud voice in the world today that you can easily think that those that do witnessing, we are going on witnessing, it's like they are not advanced. How advanced can you be than the gospel? That's my question. You have rather backslidden. You have backslidden. The world, like the world, is like it's like a cobra that has wrapped itself around you. It's wrapped itself around you. Snakes in the palace. Have you read that book before? It's a book. Is that snakes in the palace or snakes somewhere where Christians were? Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. The the deceiver has rather deceived that people are into all sorts of things and have left the gospel behind. But well, first Corinthians chapter two says that I didn't come with the excellency of speech or of wisdom declaring unto you the testimony of God. Verse two. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's that's the gospel. Jesus Christ and him crucified. Wow. Verse 3. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my, and my speech 
and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, of the spirit and of power, demonstration of the spirit and of power. It's like if you're a man of God, if you're a man of God, if you are called, let we have to see the demonstration of the spirit, of the a demonstration of power. If you be a man of God, if you be a man of God, if you are called, if you are called, instead of giving um, nice sayings and nice words, there has to be testimonies in your church. Testimonies in your ministry. That is the demonstration. Demonstrate To demonstrate is to show, is to display. You have to, there has to be a display of the power of God and a display of the spirit of God in the church. If you be a man of God, this is not how the, our prophets used to speak. If I be a man of God, if you be a man of God, if God be with you, yes. Demonstration. Demonstration. To be a man of God. If you be a man of God. So he said, I didn't come with, because they're enticing, enticing words of man's words. I mean, nice, nice words. When you, when you hear it, you'll be happy. You'll be happy. Very intellectual speeches. Nice things that, you know. But he said, he came in the demonstration. That's the display 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 um, they have a name for um, cars and things that they put in the showroom they call it demo isn't it X demo demo they call it demo yeah, which is demonstration this demo yeah what, the, what you what you have if you get this this is what it would be like so this, this is a demo and then later on, afterwards, and they sell the, the, the demo as X demo. Yes. They reduce their price and say it's X demo. It's like this what we use to show what it is like. So people have test dri- driven it. People have done different things. So it's called X demo. It's like to show. So it's what is a demonstration. It's like actually, it's like when you attend his service, you will see. You will see the power of God there. You will see the spirit of God. Demo. May there be demos in your church and in your ministry. Demos. Demos. More demonstrations. Demonstrations. We're going to demonstrate that we are anointed. That we have got an anointed. If you have got an anointed, demonstrate it. When Elisha, Elisha was followed Elijah. He said he wants double portion. They said, okay, if you see me, whatever, 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 you have it. Then he saw. And then he, when he was returning, he was holding something. When he got there, he said he had to demonstrate it. There has to be a demo. A demo. So he stood by the same place. And he, said, he said, why is the Lord God of Elijah? It's like, part this thing for me. And the, the chicken... Chicken prophets, those who in the prophetic school, they were standing there watching. It's like, hey! That's a demo. 
May there be demos in your church and in your life. Demos, demos, demonstration that you have caught an anointing. That the power of God is resting on your life. Demo. Hmm. Yeah. And my speech. Am I preaching? Okay. Verse 5. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. I mean, this is, this is a very dangerous thing to happen to any Christian. That as you are growing up, you've, you've just been saved. Your faith in God is in the wisdom of men. That you are not being taught the gospel and the word of God. But you've been taught clever things, clever sayings. Of men. It's like that is, that is what your faith is planted in. That is a very, that's a very unfortunate experience to have. In the wisdom of, of men. But rather your faith has to be in the power of God. In the power of God. In the power of God. That is, what, that is what will make you, that's what will make you stand in your house and stop satanic attacks. And stop the works of the enemy. You will, st- you will stand there with faith, strength, confidence. You will wake up and you will pray. You will stand there and declare it because you have been taught, you have been taught how to pray. You have been taught faith. You have been taught about the power of God. You've been taught about the power of confessions. That is where your faith is standing. Not only happens, you don't know what to do. You shall know what to do. Every sleeping person should try not to sleep. How be it? How be it? We speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. Verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Don't you like 1 Corinthians chapter 2? Which none of the princes, every, every verse is a sermon. Though I'm trying to restrain myself so I can, I can approach uh, tonight's verse. There. Yeah. Which none of the princes of, of this world knew? For, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Verse 9. But as it is written, I has not seen. This is a convention. <laughs> no, ear heard. Never have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. There are things that God has prepared for you. May you cash in of everything that God has in store for you. Verse 10. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. Hey, by his spirit. The riches, the treasures of God are revealed to the spiritual. Yeah. God, the things that he said that I has not seen. Ear has no head, neither has it entered into the heart of man. He's saying that but God, but God has revealed. It's not like it's not like something that is universally, globally hidden. It is revealed to some people. Some people have it. Some people are walking in the things that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered. Some people are walking in it and enjoying it. 
it's like we are all on earth. But you've never been to some countries before. And it's like someone has been, the person said, even though we are all on earth, it's like hey, this place, is, it's like paradise. It's like paradise. I remember the first time I heard someone talking about Dubai. I've been, I felt like going there. I mean, the way she described it, she went, she went for like a work conference there. She said, look, I've never seen anything. This is almost, this is about 20 years ago. She said, look, I've never seen anything like that before. She said, when you are landing, she said, the whole city is like a palm tree. I said, hey, what is this palm tree? Where will I see it? Then she said, when you enter the country, she said, no, 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 no. She said, no, no. She said, no, she said, no, Europe is behind. She said, Europe is behind. She said, everything is new. Everything is that. And she was talking. I said to myself, hey, where is this place? Where will I? My eye has not seen it. I couldn't even imagine, it couldn't even enter my heart for me to imagine this place that she was describing. So that's when you hear the power of God, you feel it's like some remote something. Some remote when people are saying that, you know, and God said to me, and God showed me this, and I had this, and God blessed me, and I went here, and there was this, and I went here, and there was this, and I experienced this, and the power. It's like, what is he talking about? What is he talking about? But what he's talking about is that there are some people, there are some people who are enjoying such things. He has revealed them. Unto us, it sounds like to everybody, but you will see that he has really unto us by his spirit, by his spirit, by his spirit, by his spirit. It is for those who are into the spirit. You shall enter the spirit. Revealed, that is revelation, revelation. You see, your, your faith and your walk with God must stand on revelation. When you have a revelation, when you have a revelation, you have to run with it for the rest of your life. 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 How I always remember the day. I think I must be a student there. As a student, when I was having my quiet time from the book of Proverbs, and I read Proverbs 28 20 till today, till today, that verse hasn't left my spirit. Till today, Proverbs 28 20, the scripture says, A faithful man, a faithful man shall abound with blessings. This was my quiet time. This was my quiet time. A faithful man shall abound with blessings. I said by hook or crook, whatever happens in my life, I shall remain faithful. I shall, I shall, I shall find myself a faithful person. But you see, but this, it is, it, it's a revelation. It is a revelation. It is a revelation. Like someone will read to you Matthew 6, 33. It is a revelation. 
we've all read, we all know it, but you see, when it is, a, when it is revealed, you see, you see more than, more than, more than the eyes can interpret or the ears can interpret or reasoning can explain it to you. Hey, Matthew 28, 20. A faithful man that a loyal person is blessed. Ah. Ah. Shall abound. Tell your neighbor that if you sleep again, I will call your name. Yes. You see, I'll give you a strategy. When you work nights, or you are tired, but you know you love the Lord, that's why you are here. I mean, you love God. If you didn't love God, I mean, you wouldn't be here. So, God bless you for coming. But hide, you know, under the place so I can't see your eyes. So at least if you fall asleep every 30 seconds, you will hear the message, but you'll be struggling. Do you understand this? You see, you have to sit somewhere there. Yes, no first five. Uh-huh. But first five will disrupt the service. It disrupts the service. Okay, yes. So I appreciate your devotion and your commitment. But I'm giving you, I'm giving you a wisdom key. That you hide somewhere there. Over there, even when you have plantain chips and peanuts, I wouldn't see. Or chinchin. You'd be chewing it there quietly. No, not first five. First five, you bring problems. Don't sleep. <laughs> Take me back to my Corinthians. <laughs> yes, revelation. You need to understand, appreciate the key of revelation in your Christian life. That's why that's your quiet time is important. That is where God speaks to you. He speaks to you there. And you hold on to the things that he says to you. You you. Till your death. That revelation has to change your life, has to change. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Deep things of God. So there are deep things, isn't it? Let me run to verse 11. Verse 11 says that, For what man knoweth the things of a man? Save the spirit of man which is in him. It's easy to understand, isn't it? Nobody knows what you are going through but you. Nobody knows how you are feeling but you. Nobody knows whether you are happy or you are not happy but you. If they judge you by your makeup, they will be disappointed. Yeah. Sometimes you see someone smiling, but the smile is just, is just to be polite. Or you see someone also, the person also looks calm. And you'll be wondering, are you okay? I'm okay. Because the person is okay. The person is actually very happy. 
not. The other day I was having a meeting and they brought this person. She was sitting there on the second row. She has squeezed her face. Hey. Her face was tied into a knot. One of the one of the knots you can't undo. Second, second, she was sitting right there, second row. Oh. So at that point I couldn't help it. I had to say, Who are you? I said, Who are you? She said, What do you mean? Hey. It's like, it's like, what exactly do I mean by who are you? I said, hey. So then I asked, I mean, where are you from? Asking which branch or which church. She said, what do you mean by where am I from? Then she said, I'm from Nigeria. Hey! I realized that I was diving deeper and deeper into a problem. Hey. So I said, are you happy to be here? She said, yes. I said, do you want to be here? She said, yes. I said, so why are you not smiling when we're all smiling? She said, that's how my face is. I'm telling you, a real, a real exchange. A real exchange. She said, that's how my face is. When I'm happy, it's like this. When I'm not happy, too, it's like that. She said, that is my face. That is my face. Hey! I had to find some strategies to weave through the meeting and finish the meeting quickly. Hey! Because she sat there with, she didn't change the same face. I, I don't think she was happy, but she said she was okay. Yes. She would listen, and when she gets tired of listening, she just goes to her phone and starts chatting on her phone. I said, hey, we've brought a principality to a principality. This one is a principality. Anyway, let me continue so I can preach today. <laughs> so, what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Wow. So, if you want to know the things of God, you have to be connected to the spirit of God. Without the spirit of God, you don't know the things of God. You don't know the things of God. You don't know the things of God. You need the spirit of God to know the things of God. To know what God is doing. Where God is leading you. Where God is, where God is moving. Where God is done. Without the spirit of God, you don't even know where God is moving. You see where God is moving and you say that, you say that these people are drunk. Or these people are mad. Or these people are zealous. Or these people are like, you will find yourself criticizing the things of God because you don't know the things. Or you don't know the spirit of God. Or you don't have the spirit of God. Yeah. You know this. You need the spirit of God to know the things of God. That's how people get left out. 
lot of people get left behind. Because the spirit is moving. But when you don't have the spirit of God, or you have, but you don't relate. Because sometimes you can, you can have a friend that you don't relate with. You can even have a wife you don't relate with. Yeah. She's there, but you don't relate with her. Hmm? So you, you can have the spirit of God, but you don't relate with the spirit of God. And because you don't relate with the spirit of God, you don't know the things of God. Just as you don't relate with your husband, so you don't know what he's doing. Because you're not interested in him. You're not interested in him. You don't say what he's doing, he's going, wait till you say, oh, but you wait, but blah, 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 But you're not interested. When you're a beloved, those things, you're interested. Or you pretended to be interested. <laughs> yeah, you pretended. You acted. Acted excited. It's like I'm excited. It's like, yeah, this, that. Sometimes some ladies, I think, have short memories. Maybe that's why they're able to give birth a lot. Because they forget about the pain. I saw a lady recently. She has 44 children. Yes. She's 39 years old. Quite a number of them are triplets and twins. Yeah. She has 44 children. She's 39 years old. She, 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 she doesn't remember the problems she went through. So she keeps going and, I mean, <laughs> yeah. A real, a real human being now. Yes, yeah, the same man, one man. Yes, one man, not different men, one man. One man. <laughs> yes, one man. <laughs> it's a real I has not seen. Yes. Oh, she's a real she's a real person. I mean, I saw her, I saw her not less, I mean, it's less than a week ago. Max will be a week. I mean, like, on a documentary. Yeah. Yeah, 44 children, 39 years old. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the point I'm making is that Sometimes some of some of you ladies, some of you, you 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 do things and you set your home or your marriage on a certain mode, but it, it seems as though you have forgotten that you created what you are. You are. You see, you have forgotten the days when you said you are not interested, you don't want to know. You said you said no to everything. So the person also moved on, 
And then now you come up and say, but I don't know anything. You don't tell me anything. He doesn't tell you. What should he tell you? When you became interested, you should have written to him to apply. Interest, the title of your letter, the heading of your letter should be Interest Revived. (laughs) Or Resumed. Now I want to know. But I think just like the labor thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. So if you want to know the things of God, you have to be friends with the spirit of God. Is it good enough? So verse 12. Now, now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Because the spirit that we have, we are supposed to know the things that are freely given to us of God. Because God has things. Deep things. Do you know what once is one, one of these deep, deep things? They are deep things. They are not things you pluck off the street. They are deep things. Deep things. You know, when, when God says deep, he means deep. They are deep things. Deep discoveries. Sometimes when you hear anointed people preaching, you wonder, where did they get this from? Where did they get this from? They're the deep things of God. <laughs> so he said that we have the spirit of God and therefore we should know the things that are freely given to us of God. Why is the room feeling like there's heating on? It's hot, isn't it? It's hot. All right. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. May the Holy Ghost become your teacher. Yeah. yeah. Your teacher. Your teacher. You see, when you, have, when you have certain relationships, you learn certain things. Yeah, you learn certain things because the person will teach you some things teach you some things, will explain some things to you. Yeah, will explain some things to you. When you don't have it, you, you wouldn't know what to do. You'd just be there. You wouldn't know. But when the Holy Ghost is teaching you, when you have the Holy Ghost teaching you, he, he shows you more and more spiritual things more and more spiritual things. He will explain to you spiritual problems and he will give you spiritual solutions. Spiritual issues and spiritual wisdom. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Not carnal things and logic. No. Verse 14. By the natural man, by the natural man, 
receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. You see, these are the enemies of the supernatural things. He doesn't receive the things of the Spirit. He receiveth not. Not the sinner, evil, wicked man. The natural man. The man given to logic and reasoning. And analysis. He can't receive the things of the Spirit of God. That is, he can't receive the things that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has entered into the heart of man. He can't receive the deep things. He can't. The natural man can't receive it. He can't. So he's alien. He's quite foreign to the things of God. That is, to spiritual things. Because he, I mean, he can't, he receiveth not. The natural man receiveth not. So, being, being natural makes you an enemy to the things of God. Makes you an enemy. Because you, you don't accept the things of God. You don't accept the testimony of God. You don't accept the gospel which is the power of God. You don't, you don't accept the Holy Ghost. You can't, you can't believe that speaking in tongues can change something. That you, you, you can't accept it. You can't accept it. You feel, you feel um, writing another exam will solve your problem. You feel another degree will solve the problem. You feel, you feel leaving here and choosing another one will solve your problem. You don't, you don't believe in prayer. That prayer can change things. It's like prayer can change it. You don't believe that fasting, fasting and prayer can get rid of certain devils. Because the natural man doesn't receive the things of God. He doesn't accept the things of God. Or oh, you see, all his reasoning, all his arguments, all his debates, all his counsel, his counsel, Common sense logic. Everything is logic. Because it's natural. He lives in a natural world. The only hope he has in this world is first degree, masters, working in that place, working in that place. That's, that's his hope. That's his hope. No God. No God. Nothing like the power of God. Nothing like the testimony of God can take someone from prison. His name was Joseph. From prison to prime minister. No, they don't believe in that testimony. That you can move from prison and then you are, the, you are, you are head. It's like, it's like, no. It's like, no. It's like, no. No, it's like, no. They can't believe that. They can't believe, which is the testimony of David. That, yay! Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. So you see, as they are walking, when they see the shadow of death and the shadows and the presence of evil, their concentration is on the evil and on the possibility of wicked things happening and bad things happening. But the testimony of God is that though I walk through, I walk through, I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. He said, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. But how many, 
many Christians today, when enemies, adversity is, is around, can concentrate on God. Can concentrate on what God can do, what God can provide, what God can supply. Everybody is discussing, discussing the enemy. Seven ways to kill the enemy. 21 ways to walk on your enemy. 85 by he, This one, this one, the testimony of God. This one says that, Thou, O God, preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. In the presence of my enemies. In the presence of enemies, I can eat. I can enjoy. I can, re, I can really do well. If things don't change, I can do well. I can still do well. I can still do well. Yeah. Yeah. How come your marriage has stopped you from serving God? How come it stopped you? How come marital crisis stopped you from, do, from serving God? From, fo- from following your calling and fulfilling your call. Because you don't concentrate on the testimony of God. You want to be a man pleaser. Everybody should know and see that everything is well with you. That crisis, that crisis is rather turning you into an evil person, turning you into a sinner. Because that temptation is now leading you to do things against the word of God. Now you are becoming a flat, a womanizer, an adulterer. I mean, anything you can be, but what you don't realize, even though you are giving reasons that my wife is like this, my whatever is like this, what you don't realize is that you should be saying, thou preparest a table. In the, your, your focus must be God, that I will serve God, I will please God, I will work for God. No matter what, no matter what, I will work for God. I will do what God said I should do. Not try every problem you are trying to solve. Every problem you are trying to solve. Why have we become problem oriented? Read. I mean, oh, you don't know David. Do you know David? Do you know David? He killed Uriah. He went to sleep with Uriah's wife. Do you know David? His sons. His sons. One of them was raping another sister. And the one of them was killing another one. That's David. That's David. That's, that's David. Surrounded by crisis. His own son was an orang. His top orangu was his son. His son drove him out of the country. Out of the country. That's David. Do you know? You say you know David. The Lord is my light and my salvation. That's him. That's him. Thou preparest a table. That's him. The Lord is my shepherd. That's him. That's, that's where he's coming from. He's coming from his son raping his daughter. And then he's coming from his son killing his other son. And then he's coming from the world of his son chasing him out of the country. Then he's coming from his son lining up all his whatever he had, and sleeping with them in public. I mean, you know the word scandal. It's not, it's like, it's not even a good enough word to describe his house. That's him. That's him. That's him. That's him. That's him. That's him. That's, him. That's the guy. 
That's a guy. That's a guy. Yes, it's amazing. A marital crisis. It's like the next, the next is to look for a replacement. It's amazing. Why is God? Why is God? Who said you need another one before you can live? It's amazing. You've turned into a sinner. You can't, you can't, you can't, even, be, you can't even be anointed. You can't even be the minister that God has called you to be. Because you are looking at the wrong things. It's all looking, I must have God. I must have another woman. I must have another. There must be another girl there. This is him. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. This is a Bathsheba man. This is him. This is him. This is him. This is him. The Lord is my shield. The Lord is my buckler. What do you think he was talking about? Shield, buckler, spear, arrow, this. By my Lord, I have leaped over a wall. I have run through a troop. This is the, this is the guy. Who, this is him. This is him. Yes. The song we sing, but thou, O Lord, art the lifter up of my head. It's like, it's like if the, by the world standards and the status things and social, whatever, my, my face will be cast down. Thou, O oh God, thou, O oh God, shall lift my head up again. Look, when you wear that cloak called anointing, anointing in the glory of God, there is no shame about you. There is no shame. Look, if the Bible says that, our righteousness are like filthy rags. What does it mean to you? The standards, the standards of the world are filthy rags. There's, there's a greater cloak, a shiny cloak that you must aim to wear, which is the anointing, which is the spirit of God, which is the power of God, which is the will of God. Wear that cloak. Wear that cloak. It's not sowing for yourself fig leaves. When man fell from God, he went to sow fake leaves. Things you can, the things you, he was covering, you can see through, you can still see. You can see it dangling there. That's when God came, he said, you want to cover yourself. Cover yourself properly. Cover yourself properly. Cover yourself properly. They said, bring me one of those animals. They killed it. That's when he showed them how to skin an animal. His skin, he made clothes. I said, cover it properly. This one, we can't see through. It's opaque. That's what they leave. The leaves will even dry off. We'll see your thing. When your thing moves, like they said, oh. when you are covering, cover yourself properly. Some of the coverings you are creating for yourself, it's not a covering. It's not a covering. This is your disappointment. It's a time for you to rise up and become anointed. Rise up, rise up to God. Rise up. Making fig leaves. Not choosing leaves. We can see through. We can, we can see your shame even greater. Even greater. Yes. Your effort to hide you, you. You look more disgraceful. That is what I'm trying to explain. 
That's, they say that's the wisdom of men. That's the wisdom. When you try to save yourself, you look, you look funny. You rather look funny. It's like, what, it's like, what's he even doing? What's, what's he even doing? What is he doing? Someone will say you are jumping from frying pan to fire. <laughs> what are you even doing? Oh. Okay. Let's go back. <laughs> the, it's what I'm talking about the natural man. Can you see how he behaves? He behaves just like Adam when he fell. That's how the natural man behaves. He can't receive the things of God. The things of God. The things that God has to offer, he can't receive. Can't. No, 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 he can't. His hunger, his thirst for God is it's different. The cloak you are sewing for yourself. Oh. Oh. Even as fellow human beings like you, who have a little bit of spirit. We are sitting, we are sitting in our couch at home saying, Oh, oh, what is it? these leaves? They will dry. Some of them have dried already. <laughs> you are so eat dried leaves. The human effort, human effort to become respectable. To have honor is futile. It's futile. It's futile. Forget it. It's futile. Forget it. It's futile. This leaves that effort, strength by standards of men. You must have this. You must be like that. You must have that. You must be like this. You should have that. You should have been here. You should have gone here before. You should have done this. It's look. It's, it's useless. It's useless. It's called the futility of idealism. Those idealistic concepts that if I'm not like this, I'm not complete. David, he was singing about the glory of God. The glory of God. The anointing of God. He, he, in his lowest state that I can ever imagine or think of, he was crying and saying that, take not thy spirit from me. When we knew no Holy Spirit, said, take not thy, thy spirit. Don't take, don't, that thing, don't take it from me. When we knew no Holy Spirit, it was his prayer that don't take the Holy Spirit from me. I was surprised he didn't pray about the throne. He didn't pray about the kingdom. Because he knows, he knows what will make him become an honorable, shiny person. He prayed for that one. He prayed for that one. He said, don't cast me away from thy presence. He knows what it means to have the presence. Presence. He's, in, he's into presence. He's into presences. The presence. He works with the presence of God. He works with the presence of God. Not a CV. Not where he's working. He moves with the presence. The presence will give him the best job. The Holy Spirit will keep him in the best job. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 
presence and the Holy Spirit. That was David. That was David. He moves with the presence. He's into presence. He's into presence. May you be into presence. <laughs> He's into presence. Yeah. Sister, if you don't take it to my verse, we will not be able to start today's message, you know. <laughs> huh. For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them. Because they are spiritually discerned. Okay. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things. Yet he himself is judge of no man. And I see this, but I like to say that, look, the spiritual man, he has 15 eyes. Because it's verse 15. He has 15 eyes. He sees everything. Understands. He doesn't need to look in your direction to see. He will see. He will see and he will know. He will see and he will know. Yeah. He judges all things. He judges. He decides. He decides on everything. Yet he himself is judged. May you have eyes. Verse 16. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Sweet. Verse 17. 17. Frozen. Okay, so I'll read it from my Bible. Okay, okay, chapter 3, verse 1. Yes, so we've arrived where we're going to arrive today. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. So you see, by the time he's entering chapter 3, he is expecting that he wants to talk to spiritual people. That is, people who have the spirit and then they allow the spirit to teach them so that they can know the things of God. God knows. He knows. God knows. He know, I mean, he knows. He really knows. God, he knows. He knows. If you think he doesn't know, God really, he really knows. That's why you have to be his friend. Yeah, because he knows. He knows. He does. Are you tired? Do you want to go home? Okay. Those who are sleeping have stopped sleeping, so it's a good sign. They were on the first five rules. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual. It's like, it's like, it must actually be your aim to be a spiritual person. Yeah. It must be your aim. It must be your vision. It must be your vision to be a spiritual person. But he's saying that I couldn't come and talk to you like I'm talking to spiritual people, but rather like I'm talking to carnal people. A carnal person 
is the same as someone who is a baby in Christ. That's like a, that's like a newborn. Can you imagine you, you, can, you, you can be in the church for 13 years and still be a baby? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like when people have different, a, a, a certain type of handicap, even though they are old, they behave like children. They behave like babies. They have all sorts of manifestations like babies because the mind didn't develop according to the age. I think there are things that a child is supposed to do at every age. Yeah. Mothers are very stressed when it's getting to the time where the child is supposed to walk. It's one of the stressy times for mothers. They almost become miracle workers in the house. Yes, walk. I don't know why they don't use that now to raise cripples. Because you see them holding the child. It's like you have to walk. You've got to walk. Yes. This crawling must end. It's time to walk. Rise up and walk. Move. Run. See them, they don't leave the child and say, God! As I walk. <laughs> miracle, miracle work. There is a lot of miracle services in homes that you don't see. Yes. Yeah, the miracle services. Yeah. Tell my baby is not walking. Now my baby is walking. Yeah, he's walking. So some people are old in the church, but they are babies. How do you know that they are babies? How do you know that they are babies? Look at the next verse. He said that I have fed you with, with milk and not with meat. So it's like the type of message. The type of message that is shared is milky message. Then also, same verse means that the pastor himself is not very developed. So all his messages are milky. Soupy messages, soup. Soup. That's what you see. He'll be preaching. I mean, he'll, he'll be pre- he will tell you that, look, the church is growing. The church is this. But there are no shepherds in the church. There are no pastors in the church. There are no apostles in the church. No evangelists. Nothing. It's like nobody becomes nobody. Because the message is milk. (laughs) Yes. 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 Where milk is given, nobody matures. When people mature, they become shepherds. They become apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. They become missionaries. That means that they've been eating a certain type of food. Why didn't you eat breast milk till 18? So, you will see Somebody will say, Bishop has a church of 
students, what, what not, small boys, small girls, whatever. But listen to the messages that I shared there. Meat and bones. It's nothing like I'm talking to children, I'm talking to new converts. Yes. So you will not be surprised. You will not be surprised if he has 200 pastors. If he has missionaries, you, you shouldn't be surprised because there's food that is served there. It's not how to be a strong Christian, how to be born again, avoid hell on, in January, and then you recycle it in March, and then you re-recycle it in August, and then you re-recycle. No, it's not just it's, These are good messages. They're not bad messages. But you can't feed, you can't feed the congregation on the same thing throughout the year forever and ever. I mean, don't, no change, nothing. You will not, it's like you will not dare to step into the deeper waters. Where you can see that what you are teaching, they don't understand, but you are teaching it. Yeah. Because that is when they will start listening to messages. Because they, they, they have to listen to it more. To understand it, to get it, yeah, they, have, they have to listen to it more. They have to get it. It's like we have to get it. It's like we are not getting it. We have to get it. It's like we don't get it. We've got to get it. We have to eat it and eat it, eat it. I even, I even told him recently that Bishop, your your messages, your message to first love. It is not. I mean, it's it's like. You are, not, you are not holding back or stepping down. The, message, the messages at revival at five is far advanced than steps to the anointing book. Yeah. Steps to the anointing book. The anointed and his anointing book. The message is far, far, I mean, advanced version. Advanced version. So you see, the person is not teaching because milk is for carnal people. And so, and so, so, so you, keep, you keep sharing milk. They don't grow. They don't develop. So long as you continue teaching them how to set up businesses, how to revive, how to revive their CV, how to have interviews, how to be successful at an interview. <laughs> when would they cast out the first demon? Including the one that is worrying them. When would they cast out the first demon? When they resist the first demon? You got assess from fourth row is sleeping. You know, I beg you. Fourth row, first person on my right. <laughs> listen, listen. Well, am I boring? Am I getting boring?
told you when you are tired because night shift or you've worked for 12 hours, I've told you where to sit now. Come, come to church. Some rain of the Holy Ghost will follow you, but sit at the back. So he says, I fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto you were not able to bear it. Neither yet now are you able. So you see, when you see, you see the church, there are no camps. There are no pastors, no shepherds. It's like the church has been there. Rather, they'll say we are celebrating 10th anniversary. Somebody said to me one many years ago, somebody, 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 he said, we want you to come and preach at our convention. I said, what convention is that? He said, it's our 10th anniversary. I said, I said, young man, 10th anniversary church. I said, rather I will come for your first pastoral appointment. I'll come for your first pastoral appointment. I will come for that one. Not 10th anniversary. I said, where did you even learn that from? Where did you even learn that from? Who, who, as you have been around, you've passed a church for 10 years. I've been, I've been around for 10 years of that life of that church. Have you seen me doing anniversary banner? Apache at 10. <laughs> yes. I said, give me the first pastor. I'd rather come there. I'd rather come there for that ceremony. Than a milky church that is 10 years old. Milky. Nobody is becoming anything. Verse 3. He said, For you are yet carnal. But now they are arguing in their heads. So he says, For whereas there is among you envying, strife, Divisions. Are you not carnal? And walk as men. When the psalmist have said, Ye are gods, you are walking as men. Say, Ye are gods, you are gods. Jesus made reference to that verse. Say, have you not read it's like, have you not read that passage that you are gods? He said, You you are walking as men. You are into envy, insecurity, jealous. Who is doing what? Who said what? You see, you can tell from someone's concerns his level. You can tell the person is not spiritual. From your concern, the things that disturb you. No, no disrespect, but I call it the female spirit. It's like, it's like, it's like, the, it's like the leadership of a woman. Because it's women who are petty. Petty, insecure, little issues. When a, when a man has that thing, it, it actually looks funny. It doesn't look good on him. The pastor says, you have to check your wife. So, because some of them have it. They really quarrel with church members. They quarrel with them. It's a, it's a real quarrel. Sharpening their tongue word for word. Exchange cases with church members. No, you, I mean, you really have to check them. I'm telling you, I don't like this. That I have to say every Tuesday, but you really have to check them. You really have to tell because you, you have you have babies and carnal women around you, and you don't understand why the church is not growing. 
you're quarreling with members. It's like I've taken a quarrel with a member. That's strife. Remember, he's talking about me, and this one said this, and this one. It's, 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 it's a baby. It's carnality, I'm telling you. When you become spiritual, these things, they'll be there. They'll be there. They don't affect you. You don't respond to it. It's not like it goes. It's there, but it doesn't affect you. I don't know why you're clapping, but I think I said something, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I said, but. I was expecting a clap. I didn't get it. When I thought I was saying something deep, a clap that, this one rather, I don't know why. I don't know why you're clapping on this one, but it's okay. So it's okay. We are still here. <laughs> Shouldn't be walking in the church like loose cannons. Yeah. And, when, and when you're a female pastor handling a church, you shouldn't quarrel with members. You shouldn't have certain problems. That this one said this, and then you say you're angry with this one. It's, it's, it's the, the femininity is too much. It's too much. The, the, raw, the rawness of a woman, a female, is too much. So sometimes you see a guy, he's also like that. Complaining about this, complaining about that, complaining about that, complaining about the shepherds, complaining about the if, if the if the ashes, as you mean, and, and you have the ashes team and the leader is, see, if he's complaining about this one and Bernard is like this, and I told I told what's your name, John, I told John to do this, he wouldn't do. It's like every time you are reporting people, ah. you haven't seen a husband come home and a wife reporting the children to him before, is he? Hey. Talk to your son. Talk to your son. I told him to do this. Then I didn't do it. And I said, ah, little child. And you are quarreling with the child. Little child. Little child. Little child. That is what I'm explaining. Little child. Tell your child. Tell, and, and at, at that point, they forget the name of the child. Tell your child. That's your son. Tell him this. And, he did it, did it. and I told him the money to do this. He hasn't done it. And I told him yesterday to do it. He didn't do it. And he just wants to talk to him. When they come, they'll they come there. You'll be giving them things. You'll be doing that. Blah, 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 blah. Ah, a child. Ah, a child. He's in the room. Yes, he's in the room. Ah. Hey, we are talking about a child. A child. Your child that came out of your body. Talk to him. Talk to her. Talk to this. Talk to this. Talk to this. It's like, it's like are you not their father? Are you not a man? Before you now, now accusations are being used to get you to become a woman. That is what will make me a man. Then take it. <laughs> because there are real parameters to use to tell who is a man. Not your petty quarrels with children that you come and join the, the, the political party. Huh. <laughs>
What does verse 4 say? Then he starts, when one says, I'm of Paul, and I say, I'm of this, are you not carnal? Means that, are you not babies? Meanwhile, do you not have the feeble spirit? Forgiven. <laughs> Forgiven. Forgiven, yes. That's, that's it. Do, you, do, do you not have it? Because that's the one you have. Envy, strife, divisions. Divisions. Your son, division. Yes, division. The, lang- the language is very divisive. Yeah. That church member, that this, that this one, those Battersea people, and then those first love people, and then this, first love people, first love people, first love people. Are they aliens? Are they from the planet of apes? Caesar. <laughs> So if it's all, I'm Caesar. <laughs> Those first love people. So now they don't have names again. Those first love people, they sport this. They've done this. Those first love people, they are loud. Those first love, I mean, it's not, why? 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 Are you a girl? One day I went somewhere, they said, first half people have taken the communion away. So I said, said, no problem, we can buy communion. We can buy communion. Hey, I came to meet a quarrel. That they they won't, and I'm the pastor of the church. And they they said, they won't won't give us communion. Hey, we are eating communion too much. Don't give us communion. So I came to the church was being divided. So I said, okay, to keep the unity of the spirit, I'll buy communion for those first love people. And I'll buy communion for the master seed people too. I'll buy for both. Hey, communion. Somebody just reminded communion. They said they will give us communion. They said we are eating communion too much. Hey, hey. I've not heard such a quarrel before. Our communion is finished. Every week we are coming. Our communion is finished. We have eaten all. It's finished. Hey, Sunday morning, I just happened to be passing by. I said, don't give us communion. I saw those first class people. They look so sad. I said, what's the problem? They said, they've just been sacked from somewhere. That they won't give you communion. They said, they went to us. We've been sacked. I said, I said, don't worry. I'll buy some. I can buy it. I can buy it. I don't want to tell them that what they had, I bought it for them. No, I can buy it for you. Don't worry. Let's go. I said, let's go. Let's go. I'll buy it for you. I'll buy communion. I'll buy communion. Hey! Communion. Hey! The blood of Jesus. We are crying over the blood of Jesus. Can you see carnality? That's the aim to be spiritual. How to recognize the number one manifestation of the Holy Spirit. 
we must be spiritual. Dive into spiritual things. Don't be a woman. Even women, don't be women. Be women. Try and be, try and be Christians. Don't be women, be Christians. Yes, be Christians. Be Christians. Do evangelism to everybody. Don't say you are gathering women. That's the only time you can do evangelism. Is it a guy in the world? When you finish, when you finish gathering the women, please gather the Nigerians and gather the Congolese. Because as for divisions, there are divisions. If that's the passion that you have. And gather half Nigerian, half Jamaican. Find them too. They're also there. They are there. <laughs> and gather the people from Tito. Hey, and the Kenyans. Yeah. And make sure you don't leave out the guns. If you leave them out, hey, there'll be noise in the church. <laughs> women be Christians be Christians be Christians first be Christians first be Christians first in your quest to be spiritual be able to identify the number one manifestation of the Holy Spirit. John chapter 14. But it's time to close. But at least we've, we've got here safely. <laughs> John chapter 14. Verse 26. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. The leading manifestation of the Holy Spirit that is, when I say manifestation that is the visibility that the Holy Spirit is around that the Holy Spirit is at, the Holy Spirit is at work that the Holy Spirit is present or that somebody has the Holy Spirit. The leading thing is here. It's what he's saying here. He said, the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. The leading manifestation is teaching. Teaching. When you see teaching, Holy Spirit is there. When you see a book title, How to, well, I hope how to, a spiritual thing, like how to pray. Yeah. <laughs> hey, life. 
you know, the how-tos, the steps, they are all teachings. You can easily despise it. You can easily think that it is not. You can easily think that the Holy Ghost is where people are falling, where people are throwing up, where people, it's like, it's like that, is where, that is where the Holy Ghost is. No, but the Holy Ghost is in teaching. Lovers, lovers of the teaching of the word of God. Advance, progress, and do better than lovers of signs and wonders. Yes. They do, they do far better. Far better. Far better. Far better. Too far. They are actually different. They are, they are a different breed. They do far better in this life. The presence of the Holy Spirit is the presence of the teaching anointing. Yeah. The presence of the Holy Spirit is the presence of the teaching anointing. Teaching anointing. When, when, when you are being taught the things of God, the wisdom of God, the mystery of the wisdom of God, when it's being explained to you, the Holy Spirit is present. The Holy Spirit is present. You see that it's there. When salvation can be taught, yeah, salvation can be taught, the Holy Spirit is present. Can be taught, number one, this. Number one, you see Bishop standing on crusade grounds and he's teaching. He teaches on the crusade. He teaches he explains He explains why Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He will explain it. By the time you are going home, you will know that Jesus is the Son of God. When the altar call is made, you give your life to Christ. I mean, you, 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 can, you cannot say you won't give your life to Christ. You will give your life to Christ. When you take that book, How to Preach Salvation, yeah. take one chapter and you teach you will see. Effortless altar calls. Effortless. Effortless. Because the Holy Spirit is there to convict. He will convict. He will convict. He will give you an understanding. He will explain yourself to yourself. Effort, you see, effortless altar calls. Effortless. 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 You see people wanting to give their lives to Christ because I must give my life. Because the Holy Spirit is present. The one who convicts of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. He's there. He's there. He's present. Four effects of the manifestation. One, manifestation of the teaching anointing. One, the manifestation of the teaching anointing gives rise to conviction. John 16, verse 8. Thank you, Jesus. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father, and you see me no more. And of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. So he will reprove that. It's like he will convict the world. 
when there's teaching, there's conviction. Without teaching, there's no conviction. Conviction leads to decision taken. Many things, many things don't take you to a decision. It can be excitement, happiness, there's that, but when there's the teaching anointing and there's therefore a conviction, decisions are made. That's like, that's like someone who said, I will be a missionary. I am going to be a missionary. You, you can't even understand it. You can't even understand it. You see, the person, I am going. Is the, is the teaching anointing. Is the Holy Spirit. You can't even, you can't, you, it doesn't even add up. But it doesn't have to add up. Because the natural man adds things up. The spiritual man doesn't add things up. He moves by faith. He walks by faith. He walks by conviction. He believes and he moves. Number two. The manifestation of the teaching anointing gives rise to truth. John 16 and verse 12. I've had many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them. Keep going. How be when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. He will guide you into all truth. He will guide you into all truth. You can be walking in deception and not know. But when you are taught, when a teacher comes around with the teaching anointing, and the Holy Spirit, he explains yourself to yourself. Do you understand yourself to you? Do you understand what it means? Suddenly, suddenly you discover that I was in error and I didn't even know. I didn't even know. I didn't even know that the moves I'm making are wrong moves. The things I'm following is the wrong thing. The decisions I'm taking are wrong. Because the truth will be on this side. The truth will be here. Whilst you are debating between right and wrong, it is the Holy Spirit that guides us into the truth. The truth of salvation. The truth of anointing. The truth, the truth of prosperity. How to prosper. There's a truth. There's a truth of it. It's the Holy Spirit that will teach you. And you will discover, I've been doing some things that doesn't lead to prosperity. I've been doing something that doesn't lead to anointing. I've been calling some things anointing that are not anointed. So this is really the anointing. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. The teaching anointing will explain it to you. Let's say when it comes, he will teach you. He will guide you into all truth. He will guide you into all truth. You will see the truth of the will of God. Truth for the will of God for your life. Before then, you'll be debating. You'll see people who are called saying that they are not called. But they haven't discovered the truth of their life. The truth of their life. When you discover the truth, you say, I am a preacher. I'm actually a preacher. I'm actually a pastor. I'm actually called, and I didn't know that I'm called. Number three. The manifestation of the teaching anointing gives rise to reminders. Verse 26. And that is, you shall ask, 
me, you shall ask, you shall ask in my name. And I say, not unto you. No, what was I? 14, 26, 14. 14, 26. Shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. He will, re, he will remind you of things you've been taught. He will remind you of things you've been taught. The Holy Spirit, when the teaching anointing is there, there's manifestation of reminders. Things you've been taught and things that are written in the Bible, you've been reminded. This is what it is. This is what you're supposed to do. This is what you're supposed to know. This is what you know. He will remind you. Teaching reminds. Wow. And then number four. Only have four points. <laughs> it's a four-point sermon. The manifestation of the teaching anointing gives rise to knowledge. 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 Never shun knowledge. Don't mind those people who say when he came, he came to do open to, open to. Don't mind them. Don't mind them. Open to, open to. Do you understand? Open to, open to. It's like, it's like he has no power. He just came to say, let's turn our Bibles here. Let's turn our Bibles here. Let's turn our Bibles here. If we don't turn our Bibles here, how would we know? How would we know? If you didn't study well to pass certain exams, will you have the qualification? You wouldn't have the qualification. And therefore, you wouldn't have some jobs. And therefore, you wouldn't work in certain places. It's the knowledge that makes a difference. The power of knowledge. It's knowledge that makes someone very anointed. Very, very anointed. What did, what did Jesus have? Jesus had the spirit, the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of knowledge. And five more other spirits. But what was on him? The spirit of knowledge. I can't forget. I can't forget my quiet time. When I was reading Luke chapter 4. And the spirit said to me, can you see what Jesus is doing there? Can you see who he's talking to? He's talking to Satan. And he's using knowledge to overcome him. He's telling him, it is written. That is what I have read. Jesus was a reader. Jesus eats information. He eats, he eats it. He was, te- he was telling Satan. He was telling Satan. So when you say Satan is out, somebody tells them, look, let's buy Satan. Let's overcome Satan. You see us. One Satan. And Jesus is standing there. And he's saying, it is written. It is written. And you say he's not anointed. You're saying he's not anointed. You're saying he's not anointed. He was demonstrating the power of what you know. The power of what you know. The power of what you know. When you see a man of knowledge, you are staring at a man of authority. Yeah. 
Those are the ones who speak simple statements, but you don't know where they are coming from. <laughs> they are coming from a treasure house of knowledge. They have knowledges. <laughs> knowledges, if there's a word like that, knowledges. You are sweating and spitting and drinking cocoa butter. And it's not based, you see, you don't have, you don't have a reason why you are drinking the cocoa butter. That's what the demons will say to that man, Paul will know, and Jesus will buy you, who are you? Even though, I'm sure, I'm sure that day, I'm sure they were shouting in the name of Jesus. It, but he said, look, 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 we know Paul. We know someone who had knowledge and authority. We know him. And we know Jesus. Oh, Jesus, we know him. We can't joke with him. You, you, I standing here shouting, who are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? You see, the revelation, the revelation, the revelation, the rev- again, the revelation, the revelation of Jesus was using what he had read. It's what will drive you eat the pages of the Bible and the pages of books that are written so that you will, see, so that you will know more. Because the more you know, the, you become a different person. You're a different person. You're a different person. You're very powerful. You're very strong. I don't care what people say, what people's opinion. Uh, I'm telling you what the Bible says and the revelation he said it three times. Three times was he said it is written. That's what he said. He said it is written. It is written. And Satan comes down. <laughs> it is written. In other words, I have read. I have read. I have read what is written. Things are written that we haven't read, so we don't know. Written, read equals knowledge. Written, read. Knowledge, which means that you're a man of authority. You're a man of power. You're a man of power. You can chase legions away. You can chase a legion of demons away. Because you know where you're coming. Because you know who you are. You know who you are. You know where you're coming from. Second Peter 1.3. Hey. Don't despise the teaching anointing. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Pause there. His divine power has given us. Everton. Everton. All things that pertain, that is, that is related to your life. To your life. That is your job your marriage, your health, your finances, your car, everything that is concerns your life. He has given us everything by his divine power. There's a divine power that has given you everything. And then your godliness, being like God, serving God, being spiritual, being spiritual, 
being spiritual, which is my theme. Being spiritual, being spiritual people. But he said he has given us by the divine power all these things. But the verse is showing us that we got it in a very interesting way. Through the knowledge of him. You got the access to the divine power for things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge, through the knowledge, as a result of the knowledge. The knowledge is the thing that gave you access to the divine power for all things that pertain to life and godliness. It is through the knowledge, through the knowledge, through the knowledge. It is going through medical school that made you a medical doctor. Through, going through that thing. Going through the disciplines. The disciplines of medical school that turned you into a medical doctor. The sleepless nights, the books, the studying of the physiology, anatomy, the whatever, whatever you do. Pharmacology. It is going through, through the school. That makes you a doctor. Going through the knowledge of him that gives you divine power that has given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. I think it is important for you to become spiritual. To do, to lean more on spiritual things. Things that will make you spiritual. Things that will make you spiritual. When you're, a spiritual person is, diff, is different from a carnal person. I mean, they are different. They are different. You, when you meet them, you can tell. This guy is different. This guy is different. This guy, you know, they believe anything. He's just there. He's in the church, but he's just there. He's a super carnal guy in the church. You can tell. You can tell. You can, you can, you can tell where even, not, not even, not even like a title pastor or anything, but you can tell how even sometimes even the gift that the person has, the person doesn't know how to use the gift to honor God. Yes, the person doesn't even know how to use it. Because he's not spiritual. He's not spiritual. He's still carnal. So the gift that he has, there's strife around it. There are divisions around it. There are problems, complaints, arguments, debates. Because the person, the person is not spiritual. If you ask when you turn spiritual, you become a real treasure and blessing to many. Become spiritual. Amen. God bless you. Stand to your feet. I gotta go. I gotta go. Amen. Amen. Just lift up your two hands and just begin to pray, begin to pray. More of the spirit, more of the spirit, less of us, less of the flesh. Begin to pray, begin to pray. Lift up yourselves, lift up your voices, lift up your voice. Pray for more of the spirit, more of the spirit. May we tilt towards the Holy Spirit. 
tilt towards the things of God in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus oh just pray just keep praying pray, keep praying aim that by the time you leave this place you receive more more of the Spirit of God 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 oh Lord we thank you we thank you Lord we thank you Lord thank you for the revelation thank you for the knowledge that we have received today thank you for how far you brought us oh Lord thank you for the upliftment oh Lord through your word oh Lord we've been uplifted oh Lord in this place thank you oh Lord thank you for the knowledge thank you for enlightenment oh Lord the illumination that has come our way today oh Lord we give you thanks we honor you oh Lord we thank you father in the name of Jesus we thank you thank you for the light that you have brought our way this evening oh Lord thank you for the illumination oh Lord thank you father you thought worthy of us oh Lord that is why you have blessed us with this word oh Lord may our lives oh Lord never be the same may our lives never be the same oh Lord father may we tilt oh Lord towards the spirit oh Lord May we become more spiritual, O oh Lord. May we become more spiritually discerning, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus. Spirit of the living God, come afresh, O oh Lord. On us. In us, O oh Lord. With us, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for all that you've done, O oh Lord. And all that you continue to do. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. And the saints of God shall shout and say, Amen. Amen.